Hi everyone, um, I haven't actually uploaded in a while, um, I mean like by the time this episode is out a bunch of other episodes would have been out already so I guess to you guys um, you've probably seen regular uploads, however the only reason why you've seen regular up uploads is because I have a bunch of episodes already recorded, pre-recorded that I just haven't uploaded yet and I don't really know when I'm going to be doing that but I just really wanted to just talk today I wanted to just be very raw and very real um, about just I don't know I think things that I've been thinking about recently and um, I think this is probably not going to be the happiest episode I've ever had I mean, like, when are my episodes actually ever really that happy? I think maybe they're really more, like, kind of philosophical. Or they are just very... I don't fucking know, to be honest. Um, I forget what I talk about sometimes. But I think just, like, to give perspective on what's going on, or give context, I suppose is the right word. Um, we're still in quarantine. Um, lockdown is getting eased. Um... The Black Lives Matter movement and protests have been going on. So you guys have an idea of what kind of timeline where I'm talking about. And to be honest, it's not really what's going on in the world. What kind of, but not really. Actually, you know what, yeah. But also just other things in my own personal life. Um, so like in the world, for example, um, everyone is like out of job. And if they're working, they're not working as much as they were. And um, everything's a little bit more expensive and stuff. Um, it's a little harder to afford things than it was before. And it's just strange living in this time. I feel like... You know when you work for a long time and you don't really take a break, not a proper break, like when I say break I mean like a break isn't, oh here's your work break or oh you go home and you go to sleep or you eat food or it's the weekend and you go out and eat food or go to the cinema, not those kind of breaks in between the time when you're not working on or at work or on your projects or whatever it is, I mean like you take like a certain amount of days like probably um like i think for most people it, it lasts at least days uh, for some people some people need weeks and for some people they need months um to actually restore their energy and cleanse themselves properly i don't need weeks i think i need days to do that um I don't think I ever really feel the need to have weeks, maybe week, um, maybe week and days maximum, um, but I never really need more than a week, like, yeah, to feel like my energy has been replenished, um, just, I mean, a break from everything, like, going off your, like, coming off your phone less, not thinking about your projects as much, um, 
not going to work, not doing anything for work. Um, the only thing you're really spending your money on is like um, a place to live, travel, um, and food. And like things that make you happy, like getting a massage or um, doing activities, uh, whether that's going abroad and um, going to a water park or going into the ocean and going surfing or just swimming in the ocean or whatever you do I don't know there's too many things that actually list up but you guys get what I mean just things that just make you happy very easily things that you would do more often if it didn't cost so much there's obviously people in the UK who live by the sea but I've never personally liked you British beaches because I think even in the summer the um ocean is really cold so I don't really care about it that much and also they're usually very stony beaches in the UK and yeah it's just I've never loved the vibes in UK beaches um it doesn't matter how many people I'm with or who I'm with it's like if the atmosphere isn't fun or like sensor like stimulating me um like giving me sensory pleasure then I will just get a little fed up of the atmosphere um yeah so I don't know I just feel like the same thing needs to happen with everyone um once quarantine once you know a medicine has been made for COVID-19 or a vaccine or something because I just feel like the thing is is that that's going to take a while as well because everyone will want to go back to work start saving up money again and start living a life that they realised is not as stressful as not working at all um, or working very little or just simply not having an, like enough income um, that's why we do go to work really even if we don't like it where it gives us that security of getting some sort of income that helps support a lifestyle that we might not necessarily feel completely comfortable with but it helps us live um and we also know that there could be worse conditions and yeah uh so i just feel like everyone needs that time um by themselves or at least maybe i'm i really am just talking about myself i feel like it's really you know some people might think it's ironic we have so much time off people can somewhat treats it as a holiday until it's not really a holiday it's we've got too much time there's bills that we have to pay um it's not fun i feel like i'm living inside my head a lot and i don't want to be inside my head anymore um uh, i'm also on my period so it doesn't really help um because my mental health is usually a lot worse when i'm on my period I just feel like once lockdown is over and money can be, I can get a, some sort of income that makes me feel a little more comfortable in the world, I feel like I will be able to just sort my life out. I feel like I'll just need a few days and I think a lot of people feel like this despite the fact that yes, we have so much time.
to do fuck all. I still just feel like there's so much going on now, and we all. But the thing is, there's so much going on now in the world. We all have little money. We're all excited about the restaurants being open, but we have no money to actually sit down and eat. So, like, I'm not excited about everything opening up again. Um, I want to see my friends. I've seen my friends. Um, not all of them. Some of them. I want to spend time with my friends. I want to have some, um, like in my eyes a luxury time with my friends which mainly involves something as simple as sitting down and eating out of them and I can't do that because I need to save up money, I need to earn money, my friends need to earn money we can't just like spend our money on um, goods that we had before and uh I know I've been thinking so much about my future lately and I've been thinking I've been a little depressed if I'm honest um things are just going so strangely in my life uh I can't really speak about it completely because it's very personal to me so I don't even really know why I brought it up in the first place but it's a factor and um I don't know, I think I'm just getting a little sick of just life. Life is making me sick and I don't really like it, you know? I feel like my mind's travelling to a dark place and I sometimes don't even know what to do. I don't know how to fix it, I don't know how to sort it out. I just want my life, you know, I've... I think during this entire time of quarantine I've never fully accepted it because I can't accept a reality that I don't like. So most of it is, like I accepted the fact that it is reality, however not 100%. I'm not comfortable with my life. I know that no one feels like this, but I think people need to just remember that our life can be better in the future. You know, these pandemics have happened before and I do not wish for this to be the rest of my life. I do not wish to be in my mum's home for the rest of my life. I wish to have my own home. I do not wish to have a lack of income for the rest of my life or the majority of my life. I don't think that's quite what's going to happen. Otherwise, I'd have to seriously just start to reevaluate a lot of things in my life if that was the case and um but you know I, I just think now like there's more things being lifted there's less people dying each day like the number has dropped so dramatically um having been taking notice of the news recently um because there's so much going on in the world and um it's hard to pay attention anymore it's hard to really care um, at this point um, I think I just need like a really good 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 cleanse and a really strong one and it's going to take some time for me to do that because I need to actually figure out what I'm cleansing myself from like what 
is it inside me that I want to wash out? I don't quite know yet. I think it's, um, I don't think it'll be hard to figure out. All I have to do is think about the things that make me upset and then just, you know, observe them, analyze them, highlight them, try and not let myself feel so restricted. Um, remind myself of what's important to me why is it important to me what purpose does it serve for me could I be doing more to help myself what could I be doing more of to help myself I actually want to save up for a bike because I've recently like been riding a bike and not a lot just but since I started riding one um, I've started to ride one for the first time in months since basically I stopped going to the gym um, because the gym would have been the last place I would have been able to ride a bike not even a real bike just uh, the machinery that they have there to exercise on and obviously bikes you can exercise on because that's kind of one of the main purposes of them but also to travel with and the thing is whenever I ride a bike outside I don't use it to travel I am traveling with it but I don't have a destination that I'm going to I don't think about where I'm going I kind of just find roads that look like I know them or roads that look um less public or less interactive just places where there's less cars basically and um i when i went on a bike i think it was like last week or something um first time since going gym i'm riding an actual bike outside first time in months like it's been so long i can't even remember and um especially because like the area i live in um, there's no like Santander bikes in my area or the areas nearby. The closest one is in Lebrook Grove in White City and well they're not exactly a five minute walk from where I live so I can't like the other day I went to Lebrook Grove to hire a Santander bike and just ride around Lebrook Grove and Nothing Hill um, for a little bit and it was really nice. I really loved it. I didn't really know where I was going but I liked the area. And it's not far from where I live, so um, yeah, it was a good day. And um, I have, um, I get very, I feel very energized when I'm on a bike and I'm riding it around. I feel very calm. I feel very happy. Um, I feel very um, empowered in a way. I feel just a lot of positive things when I'm riding a bike. Um, I think especially because it's something that I know that usually I'd be scared of doing, but I'm completely not, which makes it liberating. Because where I'm scared of so many things, um, it's lovely and I appreciate it a lot when I don't feel scared of something that I would usually be scared of. 
Um, I remember when I was attending Kensington and Chelsea College in Leverett Grove, um, my classmates, we were out and we were going to my friend's house after college and we were they were the boys that I was hanging out with my friends they were like um hiring Santander bikes and I was obviously with them and I was like guys I haven't ridden a bike in years and they were like okay just hire one get on it and then just like will will teach you or like not teach me because I wanted to see how well I do it got on it and I picked it up straight away I didn't need teaching but they just basically told me to just follow them so I followed them and I wasn't worried and it made me like I picked it up very very fast it wasn't scary it was extremely fun and I liked it a lot and it was during a really complicated time in my life not that I'm not in a complicated time now but that time was really complicated it was when I was on my medication it was when I was doing therapy and just oh my brain was doing some crazy shit (laughs) again not that it's not doing it now but I've learned since then um I've had therapy since then and so I learned a lot from therapy so I need to re-therapize myself does that fucking make sense and um I just yeah I so I think that um, that's also why I love riding bikes. So yeah, I'm going to be saving up for a bike. Hopefully I can eventually get to the point where I will actually travel with it because that will save me so much money if I can just travel on a bike. Uh, (sighs) Living in London again I apologize for yawning but I do this every episode so if you're someone new who's listening to me just get used to it because I yawn an awful lot when I'm doing when I'm recording this um when I'm recording um my podcast but yeah um I'm obviously living in London it's going to be pretty hard to travel by bike um all across London I know some people do do that see people in the bloody transport like trains bringing their bikes on or whatever but I just feel like um I feel like that would be really scary especially okay not kind of scary in the in the sense that it would be intimidating it would be like an overwhelming amount of like you I'd want (laughs) to my fear of riding a bike everywhere is that I will end up getting lost I feel like I wouldn't want to check my phone I know you can like like buy one of those things where you clip your phone onto the bike and I'd probably do that but you also have to wear I don't like being on the pavement I prefer being on the road as well um you have to really focus um really hard when riding a bike especially because there's cars everywhere they tend to get a bit pissed off if but if cyclists are messing about on the road and not riding properly or whatever it is and I know but like cyclists are just as entitled to be on the road as as um car drivers are um but they also have really loud horns that can be very scary and jumpy um to listen to and they make me a little agitated so I'd rather try and dodge them um I think sometimes being a female 
on the road um what on the bike gives me a little bit of leeway because i think you know i think some men probably look at me and think oh it's just a woman you know on a bike just acting you know fucking stupid like i'm not gonna beat my horn i'm just gonna like let her go which i suppose is like good because it's like they will be a bit more gentle around me however it's like it's like i don't support okay i don't support the idea that i'm gonna be dumb on the road because i'm a female but at the same time if you're gonna be more gentle around me i appreciate that a lot but i'd rather have that everywhere i go even when i'm walking like even like just anywhere that'd be great just can the whole world be a little bit more gentle please i am a fragile fragile being okay i yeah okay but anyway (laughs) before i mock myself more um yeah i'm gonna save up for a bike i know i've been speaking about a bike for like the past fucking five ten minutes i don't know how long i've been talking about it but yeah i'm really excited about that don't know what kind of bike would love to have one that like just folds so that if I am down London somewhere I can just get on the train (sighs) back home because even going on a bike really tires me out you know I get off the bike and your adrenaline starts to cool down and you start to realize how much pain you're actually in and how dehydrated you actually are um so yeah bikes are they're fun they're very fun they're just very tiring as well so i would want to try and travel some maybe to work or something uh maybe to some friends houses i'd probably ride a bike too um but maybe if i'm going down central london or on other sides of london or into a different zone or something then i'd probably just like you know get public transport but you know bikes are also environmentally friendly as well don't need to use any um energy to apart from my own (laughs) to like you know just ride one so yeah gonna be thinking about getting one if anyone wants to like mess actually you know what i don't care you can message me about bikes if you want to but i'm probably just gonna end up doing my own research about what bike to get and everything can't be too big because i'm five foot three and some like santander bikes are bloody intimidating okay and they're a standard sized bike if i could get one that's like maximum santander bike you know what i mean maybe not a child's bike i'm not that fucking small i know someone's gonna mock me about my height i want it someone's gonna make a joke about getting a child-sized bike for me and saying how it'd be a lot cheaper but it's like yeah but they're also not what i fucking want um anyway i'm gonna stop talking about bikes now i think i started talking about it for so long because like instantly see what i mean i instantly got happy for it from it like i I'm going to talk about the next thing, okay? The next thing I want to talk about is land. I really want to buy land. Not that I can afford it, but I plan on saving up for land soon. Um, well, I'm saving up to start a business first, but I will also save up probably at the same time for land as well. And I don't know how much like percentage of income I will scrape to the side 
to save up for land, but I definitely want to start uh, start somewhere so that once I can start to properly afford land, I already have a little bit of a contribution um, for myself made. And um, I want to like buy, a, like not buy a home, build a home from scratch because that is possible guys. You don't have to buy a home already made even though that would be a lot easier to just move in to a home already made than it would be to just build your home from scratch. Um, it would also save you a lot more money um, if you built your home from scratch than it would be to just move into a home. And you know, I was looking at like Zoopla, I went on to Zoopla, okay, and I looked at homes that I liked the size of. I looked at how many bedrooms, how many like bathrooms and how big the garden was. I just looked at the size of the property. Um, I clicked on like to the floor plan and I looked at how many like square feet um, the property was and stuff like that. And most of the properties that I really loved um, were less than one acre of land essentially. And there is a lot of land out there for less than an acre and they cost like under 10 grand um, depending on what part of the um, country it's in um, I think anyway like I assume that if you were to buy land aka in London like in London aka like you wouldn't even really be able to buy any anyway um, because like who, what, what fucking part of London is actually available to buy okay like apart from a fucking garage or something like that um, but you know there's no fucking plots in London that are actually available uh, London is not that big and London is too like so overpopulated there is then there's billionaires in, that live in London there's definitely not gonna be any plots in London actually available and if there are any, they're going to be too fucking small for me to give a shit anyway, or ridiculously overpriced. So, no. And there's going to be dumb rules as well. They're going to say you can't do this and you can't do that, and you, or you have to pay extra for this. Ah, uh, fuck that shit. I'm not buying a plot in London. It seems impossible anyway, but I'm going to buy a plot somewhere in the UK might necessarily not even be in England. Um, like I'm starting to detach myself. So, oh, so what I realized, right, is that there's a problem with, oh, it's actually the worst when your parents either bring you to London from a young age, or in my case, you're simply just born here. My parents were born here too. I was born here, I was born in London and I grew up in London. I need to turn my phone on silent. Um, um, let me just, yeah, okay, let me just turn my phone on silent. Okay, anyway, I don't know why I'm whispering. Because, okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, land. So, when you grew up in London, and everyone you love is in London and you have a bond and an attachment with them la di da di da you don't want to leave London when you have everything you it's hard to settle for less I love London 
However, it is hard to visualize living so far from everyone that you love into a city or near a city where you feel like you can do enough. There's so many things to do in London, not necessarily affordable. I mean, they are maybe like one at a time, you know, um, at least the way I like to live. I don't like, like, I just count everything as expensive. There's not a lot of things I consider as cheap because it's my method of saving up um, and disciplining myself. Especially when you grow up in like a working class background and you grow up with like a family or not my family because, but it's like if you grow up like with parents who struggle with money or have very little money, you really, well at least in my case, feel like you need to cling on to money, that you need to really be careful with money, like you're so scared of losing it because you know what it's like to have no money and so... I, that's my way of disciplining myself I just think for example I think going to a coffee shop and buying a like even a small coffee I think that's expensive um, whereas for a lot of people that's a very regular thing to do obviously like I don't really drink coffee anyway and there you can obviously like just buy coffee grains and make coffee at home yourself but if you um, have already had your morning coffee and you are on your way to work or you are going somewhere you know what it doesn't even fucking matter to be honest so all the fucking coffee shops are closed actually they're not closed but it doesn't matter no one's going to fucking work to buy it you know no one fucking needs it but it's like um actually no people are addicted to coffee so they do need it <laughs> anyway um back to the point point is is that i think a lot of things are too expensive and like not worth my not worth my pennies so um yeah I think molders are expensive. Yes, I know you get a lot for the value, but they just want you to feel like that. Yes, I get it. Like some mold deals, before they put on the mold deal discount, it can equate to like six pounds. Sometimes you're paying half or more than half uh, or close to half of, um, of the original price. But you're completely undermining the fact that if you actually look at what you're paying for and look at the ingredients and if you just made it at home, it would last you far longer. For example, I one of my favourite meal deals, I, I usually get my meal deals from Tesco's. Um, let's look at the meal deals that I love. So I love the, um, the chicken, honey and mustard pasta um pasta right <laughs> salads or whatever the fuck you want to go it's not really a salad is it it's like i don't know but um the pasta and chicken chicken and pasta honey and mustard pasta um tastes nice whatever cost like £2.36 for the pasta by itself and um, and obviously it wouldn't make sense to just buy it by itself when you know you can get an like a expensive drink and like a packet of crisps or a chocolate bar or what whatever it is you want to get um for a few pence extra um but if you were to look at the ingredients if you were to buy like a jar of honey and mustard or make it yourself whatever or 
and then get like the pasta and get the chicken yes all together that would cost more than three pounds but you could have that chicken and pasta more than once like that could be your lunch every day for at least maybe like a week and you still have like remaining pasta left you know what I mean like you would just have to top up with the chicken chicken would obviously go by fast because people do like to have you know a decent amount of chicken um, to get the protein gains that they want um, but you, it's just the smoothie if you were to I feel like you can make a lot of smoothies from scratch that are quite cheap as well it's not hard to make a smoothie at home it's not hard at all um, because usually the smoothies are like the most expensive drink which is why I'm using them as reference However, even if you don't want to buy the smoothies and you wanted to buy, like, the other drink options are usually a lot cheaper anyway. So, yeah. Um, and, like, the snack. The snack is, like, less than a pound usually, so. But either way, you can always make your own snacks at home. It's always a lot cheaper to just um, buy your own fresh food and cook in bulk rather than buying meal deals just because the price tag shows you a discount that doesn't mean you saved a lot of money you spent three pounds you still spent three pounds on a meal deal which lasted you five minutes when you could which which provided your um your stomach one meal for the day despite the fact that you need three at least for some people some people like myself we usually need more if I wanted to gain weight for example a few uh, years ago um, my doctor told me to eat um, small meals every three hours I think that's what he said because it will keep the I can't remember the science behind it but it was just something that he told me to do to help me gain weight I still haven't done it since then because money don't have a lot of it and it's just hard to afford that kind of lifestyle it's not it just I don't know I get um I just have a crap relationship with food sometimes um or I just get lazy with cooking or I worry about washing up or I think about chores basically and I'm like oh fuck that shit you know or I just neglect myself, which is not good. But um, I'm working on it though. That's not something to be concerned about. It's something that I need to be concerned about. You know, how I feel isn't a problem. Um, but like, you're still spending three pounds when you could have spent like five pounds or maybe like a tiny bit more on like a, on cooking a meal at home, which will last you the whole fucking week instead of just one day for one meal think about that you know there's this guy on tiktok called the meal prep king and his instagram holder is the meal prep king and it's because he preps he prepares um his meals like 
a fucking G. I would say king, but I just don't like... I'm not going to call a man a king. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but anyway, um, he is so gangster when it comes to meal prepping. He does it for, like, um, getting enough nutrition and having enough meal in you and enough food in you to satisfy you, but with a limited amount of calories so that you don't have to worry it's for people it's like if you wanted to lose weight but you still wanted to eat food without feeling like you have to starve yourself he basically prepares like really good meals for that but i'm not trying to lose weight so i want to do something similar to meal prep king but with probably like snacks in between but snacks that aren't going to like flare up my fucking glucose levels and give me diabetes or rot my teeth so I need to like really knuckle down and really make a good food plan and properly sort that out and honestly what I don't even know how I started talking about this let's go back okay mail deals um Oh yeah, I was talking about what I think is expensive. Okay, thank fuck I remembered that because I almost was gonna fucking chat shit for the next, like, 10 minutes about something completely irrelevant. So yeah, I find mm, mail deals expensive. Um, They're not individually, but if you keep on having them, they're a bit expensive. Um, But yeah, I really wanna buy some land Okay, so I've been trying to detach myself from London, right? It's really hard. You know, there's a lot of people I really love here. And it's not even like I'm moving anytime soon. But, you know, the longer I stay, the more these bonds are going to continue to grow. Um, But I think this is just one of those things that you see as a child happening to you um, as an adult. And it's like wow that's crazy you know that's just that's just what they had to do um when you're a child and you see your um older relatives or your friends older relatives and you you find out that they grew up in one place and now they permanently or more committedly live in another place um and they have a whole family um there um and they have their own original family from where they came from um, in, in enough place in, in the world, where even if it's in the same country. And you just kind of look at it and you think, oh, that's, that's cool. You grew up here and now you live here. And actually, if you just deep it for like a few minutes, you think to yourself, actually, they grew up there. That's where a lot of their friends and family are. And now they live here away from their friends and family how did their friends and family do all of it because honestly when my friends talk to me about moving away I get sad I actually get sad about it and I don't tell them that I'm sad about it I will tell them that I'm happy for them because I am happy for them um and I want them to be doing it for themselves and I know usually they are doing it for themselves um but I still get sad about it you know I think to myself like not going to see them as much you know even if I think that's the glory about friends when they live in the same city as you is that even if you don't 
take every opportunity to see them or you could have taken more opportunity to see them but you just choose not to because of whatever reason not necessarily personal to them it just might be because you're just busy and you have other priorities in life and that's okay um but I think it's the fact that you know you can see them the fact that you know if you really want to see them it just requires uh, maybe like a few trains maximum at least in London you know if you are from outside of London there may be a fucking long ass bus journey or your mum has to drive you down or whatever or you get in your car but in London no one really drives you know not a lot of people um I mean obviously it's cars everywhere but like no one needs to drive we've got public transport and there's enough space for yeah whatever and um I think yeah I think um it's really scary to think about moving away from the people that I love the most um yeah it's a little scary and it's weird because it's not even happening right now but one day it is going to happen and I don't really know how to deal with it like even just thinking about it now just semi freaks me out because I'm thinking about people that I'm like in love with and I just think to myself like how do I just get up and fuck off without feeling like I have to be around them or be close to them and by close I mean simply just being in the same city as them I'm grateful we even like just live in the same city you know so it's like I don't know it's just weird it is just fucking weird I think that one of the biggest challenges for me is going to be telling myself or teaching myself that I can live anywhere I want to and I shouldn't be so scared. I feel like my fear is that if I move away then it will like disconnect me from the people that I want the most in my life and I don't really want that to happen and it's even to be honest saying it out loud doesn't even change anything it doesn't really change my perspective even though I want it to be changed I guess I'm not quite there yet but I'm working on it I just think like if people if someone's meant to be in your life then I suppose they'll find a way to stay close to you and um, you know I'm starting to I first so when I started to look at land I started to just like I tried to like find places that were not actually too far from London like maybe in Surrey or something um, because at least you know it would only be maybe like an hour or two drive 
not that I have a fucking car, but it makes me realise I actually probably should try and get my licence, even though I don't really care about getting a driver's licence because I don't think it's necessary when you live in London. But if I plan on living out of London on a more permanent basis for longer than I've lived, um, which actually sounds fucking weird because I've lived for 20 years, so that means that if I'm trying to outlive um, living in London, living somewhere else, I'd have to be like 20 years, 21 years, I'd, I'd be in like my 40s. And then, like, that's half my life gone. Like, whoa, okay. Jeez. I need to, like, really find a home. So, I just feel like if there was someone that was an outsider, like, say, if you grew up somewhere outside of London, in a city where it is a lot cheaper to afford rent and a little easier to just live in life normal life despite the fact that your city will have a lot less um like leisure activities than there are in London and it'll be a lot less touristy and a lot less I suppose less jobs and less of a lot of things than what London has but it compensates for cheaper rent and um cheaper fuel just a cheaper kind of lifestyle then I don't know I just feel like at least your loved ones and the people that you've made like the first people that you've ever fell in love with are all from a place where you know what even if you wanted to like buy some land or buy a home in that city like because it's cheaper at least it's going to be close to the people that you love the most and you don't necessarily have to worry but I suppose I think there's gonna be a lot of people who are from cities outside of London who want to get away anyway because they've lived there all their life so they don't necessarily want to stay even if they do have even if they do have um people that they love very dearly and I don't know looking at my own family I just think like most of my family don't really live close by I have some family in London um but they're not close by they're not very central they live kind of on suburbs um like the outskirts and stuff I think the person who lives closest to me is probably my uncle, um, Uncle Drex, if you're listening to this, I love you a lot. I uh, I have like family that live outside of London, my dad lives outside of London, um, my dad's side of family live outside of London. Um, Uh, what else? I have like family that live in different parts of the world. I have family that. I don't think I have any family that live in Spain anymore. My family used to. Some of my family used to live in Spain. 
We've got family that live in Egypt, family that live in Hungary. Um, family that live in like different parts of England. I don't know, actually, to be honest, I've already said that, but I don't really like fully know my family properly anyway, but it just makes me realize like, even just looking at my own family, a lot of them don't really live close by and um, it's not but it's not because they don't feel close to each other anymore it's just that they um, it is just simply that they uh, have their own lives and I don't know, I just feel like I don't imagine anyone following me. I don't think I've ever really felt like that. I feel like I've never had someone who wants to follow me where I'm going. It's always me feeling... The thing is, I don't even imagine me following anyone else either. I've never really imagined that. Like, I get really worried and really scared when someone that I love talks about, like, buying a home in a place that's very far from where I live because I just don't imagine me following them but still having them in my life and feeling like I have to visit them and them just like leaving me and I think that's my fear I just feel like I don't want that you know I just want someone who might follow me but I also that's also why even if it would be cheaper to go on halves to buy land and tell the person that I go halves with that whatever we build with this land they can have as much of it as they want to as much as I have it so my goal is that if I was to buy land and I build a house on it um, whoever I would go on halves with um, they're allowed to live there as much as they wanted to for as long as I had that house um, which I don't really plan on getting rid of it I mean I haven't started it yet but like um, having bought the land having, I haven't even saved up the money but like just hypothetically anyway um, yeah so which is something I wouldn't actually do even though it sounds like a good fun idea um say I have this mindset where I just feel like I can only depend on myself I don't feel like I can fully depend on other people because every time I try to I feel like I'm usually let down and I just feel like I want to do something like go halves and land with someone like preferably someone that I just really love or people that I really love and build a house there but what if I'm let down by them or what if we just don't have each other in our future what if I have someone else in my future and they still come around and I say to the person that I'm with like I'm sorry but this is their house too they cannot technically stay here like it's I promise them that it's like they pay for half this land, they help me build this house and it's their house too, you know. It's their home, even if even if 
that person that I'm with doesn't like it and then they just leave me again so it's like oh what if like the people I have in my life I just don't like in the future what if I end up hating them you know what I mean I could just feel like not that I have that intention or I feel like that's where things are going I just feel like you know there's been times in my past where people or a person who's in my life makes me feel very secure and very happy and makes me think that you know that we're gonna have a great future together and a great life together and then just completely gaslight me and just drop me out of their life as well which it was actually the other way around it was like more like kind of stop dropping me out of their life and then gaslighting me not that that detail was necessary but it's the fact that that I mean actually to be honest it was necessary it's the fact that because I was gaslighted by this person it's like it's now caused me to feel like I can't really trust anyone fully um I could trust them with a lot of things I trust a lot of people with a lot of things trust people that I'm like in love with so much of my life um I and I trust a lot of you know who they are and um what they say they'll do but somewhere in me I know like I just feel like you know don't actually expect for someone to be dependent like dependent on don't depend on other people and stuff like that and um which makes me think like I shouldn't have that mindset because it's like oh well if you have that mindset then you end up manifesting it but it's like eh, no it's not really my goal but I suppose people manifest things simply by just thinking about them and that's the danger of it because if you but then it's like if you don't think about it and you don't think of it as a possibility then you'll be very disappointed and heartbroken and withdrawn when you find out that maybe you should have considered it as a possibility because it might actually end up happening um I don't know I just feel like so many things are just happening in my life and I don't know, I don't think, I, that's the thing, not a lot of things are happening in my life, there's a lot of things happening in my head and I think that's a huge difference and um, I think it would be helpful if more people had that kind of mindset where not a lot of things are actually happening in your life, a lot of things are just happening in your head and I need to like I said earlier it comes back to my point of um, needing to cleanse myself from those thoughts I need to stop being so scared all the time I need to stop being so dependent on other people all the time I need to start thinking about myself more I need to work on myself more I need to stop being so scared about the future all the time I need to stop thinking about the fact that I could be a failure with my um, career, that's not going to happen unless I let it happen, unless I keep on thinking about it, I'm not going to manifest that, 
gonna manifest money, I'm gonna manifest a good career, I'm gonna manifest being able to buy that land. I think once I've built like my dream home, I'll be freaking, you know, really happy. It probably won't be in the location that I want it to be. That's why I'm thinking like, I've been trying to detach myself from the idea that I need to live near London because I feel like the cheaper lands are further out um, than this, which is like hours of driving away. However, I feel like, oh, there's just so many things to think about. Location is so key. It's one of the main parts. It's one of the, gonna be one of the biggest things. Like if you not, if you're born in like the north, for example, and you grew up in the north, you've grown up in one of the like cheapest parts of the UK. So you don't even feel like you need anywhere else because there's so many parts in the north which are so great um very different to london but also not too different at the same time you know um similar culture but there's a lot of differences a lot of people from london definitely think they're a lot better than people who are from north like people who are from south definitely think they're a little nicer a lot better than people from north of england um 100 um but I just feel like if you have like a whole fucking life around the North England at least if you want to buy a house or some land there or near not even in the same city as where you live in but somewhere that's just a few hours away from where you live at least it's gonna be maximum a few hours away like a couple hours away and it will probably be quite cheap as well um I'm fully aware that it'll be quite expensive to build a house, but it's nowhere going to be as expensive as, you know, um, God, I'll need like a landscape architect and architects get paid so much money and that makes me think that they're going to be really expensive to hire, um, or freelance or like pay with commission does that even fucking make any sense i don't know um i don't know just ugh, i don't mind but oh my god but yeah it's like if you're from north and your fucking family's there that's the thing i don't even know if i want my own family like i just don't know a part of me like gets motivated when i think about the idea of having a child don't really want my own biological child i'll kind of want to adopt but you know, it motivates me a little bit if I think about having a child. But like, what if I was to find love, for example? You know, I know I, I have like my own current kind of like relationships, but I don't know what's happening in the future. We might not be together. They might not follow me. They might not come where I'm going. Um, like, do you get what I mean? You know, I don't want to restrict myself. Like, just what if I do find love? wherever I'm going um and like I don't know to be honest I think I'm just making up excuses for myself but I want to be careful about where I'm I'm bringing my child up if I do decide to have a child there's so many fucking things to be honest even if I did buy land and then bought and then built a house there I could probably sell it 
probably for a lot more money than what I got it, than what I paid for it to be built anyway so like I'm not gonna worry about it too much because that's one thing that I keep on thinking I think everything is permanent I always think the situation I'm in is permanent I think my job is permanent I think that the my I think my mental illness is permanent I think that my state of minds are permanent I think my situation is permanent. I think my bank statements are going to be permanent. I think everything is permanent, which is very scary because everything is actually temporary and that's a little bit more liberating than thinking that everything's going to be the same all the time. Everyone wants more permanent things in life and I just want something a little bit more temporary apart from a home. But if I wanted to buy some land and have a home, like actually just have a fucking home where it'll be a lot cheaper to just buy land instead of like think about it some people pay so first of all if you were to pay for your own home which is like kind of the goal for a lot of people no one wants to be flat sharing for the rest of their life realistically no one really wants to be um uh your own home, London, let's take London for example, obviously out of London is different, but London, you're paying like at least, at least a grand a month, for a small apartment, small, one bedroom, one bedroom apartment in London, at least a grand a month. That's not including your other bills. Maybe sometimes it is. Let's just say one grand a month. So that means in the space of 10 months, you've paid 10 grand to live in your small one bedroom apartment home in London. And you have other expenses to pay for. Your gas, electricity, water, food, travel, social life, gym, phone contract. If all this other crap. In the space of like 10 months of the amount that you could have paid for, like your, and this is rent, you don't even own this home, this is rent money for a small one bedroom flat, that 10 grand can get you some land. And then if you saved up for, like if you saved up like another, let's say you saved up like five grand, five months of rent could get you, could get you the materials you need for a really big home, permanent. May I don't actually know how much it would cost. I think I'm chatting shit right now. I think it'll probably be a little bit more than five grand, but either way, it will never. What my point is is that it will never ever be nearly as ex expensive as it would be to just rent a home, even though you are paying less money per month. Um, like it looks like it's less. 
obviously one grand is a lot less money than 10 grand or 20 grand um, but long termly you end up the person who owns the home will end up profiting from from it okay so like I just paused the episode for like a little bit like the recording and like I just noticed like my um, microphone had not been plugged in so I'm not actually sure if I've been speaking to my microphone this whole time I'm pretty sure I have uh, maybe I like unconsciously took it out but hopefully the audio isn't fucking weird because I don't know but um yeah I can't really remember what I was talking about I'm pretty sure it's something to do with land and rent and all that shit but I want to buy land trying to detach myself from the idea that I don't have to live in London or close to London and it'll probably be cheaper to just buy a plot very far outside of London even if it's like hours and hours away and nowhere near where I'm really familiar with which makes me think there isn't necessary behind actually investigating the area I might have to look at this shit is going to be a lot harder than what I anticipated it to be I think most things are harder than what you think they are in your head I think if you feel like you can make a plan in your head and see it clearly in your head you think okay just do that just do it but um, there's always more research that has to be done in everything that you plan on doing. So much more research. And you, sometimes you don't even know what you have to look for. And then you want to like speak to people that have already done it. And just ask them everything that, they, that went wrong for them that they wish they knew before. And how they went over their mistakes and what they had to look out for and what they don't tell you and uh, just everything like that all of that crap um so yeah there's so much shit to actually think about um i think i'm trying to figure out what i prefer do i prefer the idea of having a successful career or do i prefer the idea of simply just buying land and building a fucking house because technically i do need to decent career to be able to save up that amount of money in a short period of time trying to decide what a short period of time is I think maybe in the space of like a few years um for some people obviously that'd be super easy but for me that's going to be super fucking hard um it's not like any of my family members are just going to be like here Gabby buy some land here's 10 grand um even if I had 10 grand in my bank account right now, I don't even know if I'd be ready yet to buy land. I think I'd probably be too scared to buy land straight away. Um, I think I want to have a secure amount of money where I don't just buy land and then just do fucking nothing with it. Um, so like, yeah, what the fuck? I don't know. I just feel like I just feel like I've got like a electric blanket and um, it's getting really warm. I feel like I've been pulling it over my stomach because I'm having period pains today, and it's just really overheating me. But anyway, back to what I was talking about. Oh, 
this is just such a stressful thing. I really want a successful business. I still want to do what I want to do um, because I think that I just find it fun um, to do. Um, you know what? I feel like I'm just going to say to myself, Gabby, you don't really have a choice but to do it. So I'm going to do the career thing anyway because like, it's important and I need to make a source of income to even get 10 grand anyway. And I want to make a minimum of 10 grand. You know, that's like... The goal, the first goal is going to be a minimum of 10 grand in profit, which I think will take a long time. I actually don't know how I'm going to do that. And I don't want to take out a mortgage because I don't want to have any debt at all. Even though 10 grand as a mortgage would probably be easy to pay off then. Like, because it's it, it it's like a grand a month, you know. Um, but it's like, do, am I ready to pay a grand a month? I'll have to be earning a grand... A month in profit already like to be able to afford that and I just don't know I just like that I don't feel the need to have an acre of land an acre of land is you know just a little over 10 grand on average from what it, I've seen um, and even this information, this was just guided prices, which means you have to take it to auction, you have to take your land to the land that you want to auction, and there's gonna be people there that have more than 10 grand that are gonna be like, yeah, I'll, pay, I'll put an extra seven grand on it, and they'll fucking get it, and I'll be like, oh, for fuck's sake. Like, when you say 10 grand, what do you actually mean? On average, how much are you probably actually gonna make? So, like, I just don't fucking know. Like, you need auction money, which means you need, I don't even know how much more, I don't even know what the average is of how much more these landowners make when they put their land online to be auctioned. And why would I want to buy land online for? I could obviously look at it on the map, but what if I don't actually like the area at all? I am trying to move to somewhere that's in the middle of fucking nowhere, but at the same time, I kind of want to be close to society where I can actually talk to human beings or maybe have a small home in the middle of fucking nowhere and then have a bigger home that's not quite in the middle of fucking nowhere, but close to someone who is, you know, just trying to have a peaceful life like me so like I don't know I don't know man I don't fucking know I think mm, I don't know and then maybe like buy a holiday home abroad somewhere maybe in Egypt because they're quite cheap um I think 10 grand is going to be easier to save up than what I think it is because I think I just think it will be difficult to save up at least 10 grand in like somewhat of a shortish amount of time because I've never really had money and it's, so it's hard to actually visualise having money like that um, whereas for other people they're like Gabby it's 10 grand it will take you maybe like two years or something to save that up or like you can get it in a year or 
whatever it is if you like hustle hard and work hard and discipline your money but it's like that's the thing I'm not quite there yet with the discipline with money I'm getting there I'm, I'm better than a lot of people and I'm but just because I'm better than um, other people at saving my money that doesn't mean I'm I'm good at it I still need to I still have a lot of, a long way to go with saving money like I said I'm not bad at it but I could do a lot better um, but it's too it's too like emotionally stressful um, because money just gives you access to shit that just like gives you more chemicals in like dopamine and shit and I'm not talking about drugs okay I'm not even talking about alcohol because alcohol alcohol's cheap enough to just get those kind of chemicals besides they kind of kill those chemicals as well so it doesn't fucking make sense um but sorry I can like hear other human beings in the house moving about um it's like almost midnight so like I'm just trying to be wary about the sound of my voice or like the volume of it um what the fuck was I talking about like I can't remember but like oh yeah bud- budgeting and like saving money and stuff I need to get better at budgeting but I also need to like this brings me back to square one right this is where it's like I don't even know why I'm even thinking about it because I'm not even getting like the source of income that I used to have so like what the fuck and it makes me just it just it's very demotivating it just makes me think like what's the point in thinking about like money or saving money or spending money or anything like that when you're not you don't have enough money to do any of that stuff like I barely have enough money to even save money because I need to spend most of it on rent so and like other stuff other necessities bills so like it's very hard to be motivated at the moment it's hard to like want to take care of yourself it's hard to feel happy about life sometimes most of the time to be honest not all the time you know sometimes I feel very grateful and I could feel more grateful Um, I think I need to do more meditation and do a good cleanse for myself soon very soon plan something I'm actually planning something for a friend of mine um to have like a self-care day um and I think I'll take the opportunity to like participate in it with her because I think I also need a self-care day even though a lot of people do self-care days with by by themselves I think that I don't really mind to be honest you know doing a self-care day with a friend because um you know, I love this friend a lot and I just feel like I don't, I would I wouldn't mind the social interaction, you know? Yeah. She lives a bit far but she's worth like travelling for. So I think I'm gonna like really take that time with my friend very seriously. I can't I think maybe on Saturday 
I will take the time to plan a self-care day with her um, get all the things that I need it won't take a lot of preparation um, I've already thought of most of it in my head already from like practice and experience and stuff um, yeah I need to re-sharpen my mind I need to refocus myself in the right direction get myself back on my own track you know instead of being on other people's tracks you know I need to get back in in my own lane that I'm creating instead of trying to join other people's lanes because it's draining me it's draining me so much um focusing on other people sometimes I think I love it and then it ends up hurting me a lot so much um there's no one really out there for anyone you know I know, I know a lot of people believe in true love and a lot of you believe in you know that there's someone out there there's one person out there for everyone and it's not that I don't think love exists I believe in love I believe I am in love but I don't feel like anyone's I don't feel like there's anyone out there for anyone you know I just feel like we're just on this earth and I feel like we are all here for our own kind of purpose even if our purpose was to dedicate to some, to another person I just feel like it you don't fully get back what you what you want or you don't get back what you put in not all the time or not not sometimes not even ever or I don't know I just feel like find it hard to compromise with anyone I find it hard to meet in the middle I find it hard to and it's not even that it's because I lack in emphasizing or I lack in um, not emphasize empathize um, or lack in um, selflessness or anything like that I feel like I, c I can understand what people's needs are and try and cater to their needs rather than cater to mine or try and find a way for my needs to be catered for like I just feel like there's not really anyone who's able to, to do that better than yourself and I don't know I just find humans so complex Ugh, why are you guys so fucking complicated all, all the time um, it's just I find humans so I, I fucking hate having a brain sometimes you know like brains are so fragile and they're so delicate and every other kind of fucking word that you can think of that 
is similar to those words fragile delicate my brain is just oh I just feel tired all the time I just feel like my brain is going into fight or flight all the time I feel like I'm I have adrenaline way too often not in a good way in a way where like my freaking dopamine is getting rushed around or whatever it is or whatever a lot of people usually feel when they have adrenaline pumping around their body um which is why some people are like adrenaline junkies but like in the way that it's like my alert system is like popping off i just feel so unrelaxed in the world that i live in i feel very unsafe in the world that i live in i feel very unsafe to be alive i feel unsafe inside my own body i feel like my brain is unsafe i feel like my brain is like a ticking time bomb i feel like at any moment i feel like i'm my brain is like a ticking time bomb not in the sense that one day i'm gonna explode or fucking go crazy but in the sense that no i feel like yeah exactly go crazy but not in like a way where it's too obvious where like i just feel like i don't know i'm not gonna manifest it i'm not gonna think about that but i find it hard to imagine now for example that good signs of good mental health is usually being able to think about what you want to do and just doing it and feel feeling a good level of happiness and sadness rather than one being increasingly more than the other um and i just find it hard to understand what signs of good mental health is anymore because i feel like my mental health has been so bad for so long now that I just feel like I'm losing so much control. I feel a little similar to how I felt before I started therapy, which is extremely scary because I haven't felt this bad or this uncontrollable in such a long time, but it's also maybe not as bad as before I started therapy because at least now I have the knowledge of what I learned in CBT and um, like high intensive therapy as well so it's like I'm glad that I have that knowledge because at least I have kind of like the tools to help me fix myself I just need to know how to use those tools I need to remind myself how to use those tools and how to fix me I need to fix me I actually feel like I need fixing and um you know, there's always like a male, yeah, there's always a male out there that wants to fix the female who needs fixing or they think needs fixing and usually most of the time we don't need fixing but I just find it strange how like now that I genuinely feel like I need fixing and I know a bunch of people will tell me that I don't need fixing and that I'm completely fine but I don't feel completely fine there are just so many signs that something is not going okay inside my brain and my brain feels like it needs a lot of healthy attention and I feel like there is not a single human being on this planet that can actually fix me or wants to fix me or tries to fix me I feel like it's just me by myself and I think that scares me a lot it's like trying to 
it's like an it's like trying to depend on the alcoholic to to not buy itself buy themselves alcohol today or find some alcohol in the street to drink from or whatever it is not that alcohol you know there's a lot of alcoholics that look that have a very normal lifestyle it's not I'm not trying to completely fucking stereotype here but it's like trying to tell it's like an alcoholic living in a pub okay I mean to be honest I think most people who live in pubs or or whatever even fucking work in pubs are all a bunch of fucking alcoholics because you know in, in a in a light hearted way I, I like to say they take what I'm saying right now with like a grain of salt or whatever the fuck you people say pinch of salt I don't fucking know I don't actually think that I don't think just because you live in a pub you're drinking every single day or you feel addicted to alcohol but still though it's like saying to an alcoholic don't drink whilst being inside a pub I just feel like there's something very unsafe about telling the person who has bad mental health issues to take care of their own brain when their own brain is sabotaging them I don't know how to take care of myself at the moment because myself is me, which is my brain. My brain isn't taking care of itself at the moment. I have forgotten how to use the tools. I need reminding and I need help from someone who's, whose brain is healthy, whose brain is able to use those tools well um, and who knows how to use the tools I need someone to teach me and I feel like I need to be looked after um, which isn't a nice thought because everyone wants to be independent and no one really likes to ask for help um, we're taught in society that those who need help are weak and that we need to do better, we need to be independent, we should strive for independency and that, you know, most marriages in in divorce, like, there's no point in long-term relationships because, you know, everyone will end up leaving you and stuff like that and I don't think that's always the healthiest thing to, to teach a person, even if it might be true because you can still have someone in your life for a very long time, even if even if they might leave because you still shouldn't feel dependent on them even if you live together naturally like on like by paper yes you are now dependent on each other um but you should also try to be independent whilst dependently living with someone else or just going through life with another person i think there's nothing wrong with being with someone for a long term even if um you have your own separate fucking lives as well because you shouldn't really be good be like it's okay to be a little dependent but d- don't expect them to stay nothing lasts forever and you should be fine with that because imagine if everything in your life that you didn't like lasted forever like you can't be okay with your trauma not lasting forever um, and not be okay with the people that you are dependent on not like your relationships not lasting forever like you can't have the bad not lasting forever 
and the good loss. So it doesn't make any sense. They're both, the energies are just as equal, you know? The amount of energy that's put into um, your trauma is going to be a very similar amount of energy uh, or even more energy into the very good happy memories that you'll make that will stay in your brain and so if you work hard to lose your traumas and not lose them but like detach yourself from them and not feel dependent on them then you have to accept the fact that it's going to be the same thing for the things that you work hard to to keep in your life we don't want to keep our traumas you know running after us all the time um so why should we keep the good things forever if you're happy with the trauma staying in your life then you know what the people that you have in your life can stay too and it's probably going to be the people that have traumatized you and that will be your life your trauma and the people who who joined in with it and um, if that person has changed it's because they've moved on from their trauma um, which means they're not the same person anymore so if you accept them for who they are for when they've changed it means that you are accepting your trauma to go as well so even if you stay with the people that joined you with your trauma who may have even caused you the trauma that doesn't mean that they're going to be the same person the whole time so if you still want them exactly for who they are the person who hurt you then so be it but most people don't really want that life style it's not really a way to live but I think if you're going to accept your trauma to go you have to accept that the things that are good for you are going to go too and um so I think I'm working on that it's really sad but I think it's the truth um yeah my voice is getting a little quiet because I've been talking for so long and I'm getting a little sad but yeah I'm gonna go now just gonna leave it on that fucking sad note um if you want to talk about something that really touches your heart or just fucking fucks with your mind let me know because I don't want you experiencing it by yourself time to let those traumas go anyway I don't mean to be a fucking wet towel no just fucking go now because I'm fucking tired I'm really dehydrated you can message me on instagram at gabby.dines g-a-b-i dot d-i-n-e-s I'll probably put it in the description or the title or something, I don't know. Anyway, enjoy the rest of your fucking time. Um, don't really know when I'll record next, probably won't record for a fucking long time, but um, yeah, anyway, bye-bye.